0: imagine you are in the jungle of Vietnam and you fire your rifle and you have bulletproof vest on so you think you're pretty safe but you're not unfortunately a piece of shrapnel gets in through your bulletproof vest and punctures your lungs then you're airlifted to a hospital in the Philippines but instead of going to the Philippines you end up in the Garden of Eden you see this beautiful white light. You think you maybe hear God, but in the distance you see your grandfather who passed away a long time ago. But instead of getting to see him, you walk towards him and all of a sudden you're awake. what's up
1: (laughs) what's up you guys it's been a minute it's been a minute um it's actually only been two weeks because that's how often we drop our podcast so felt like a lifetime you guys (laughs) and we're back
0: how's everybody doing hopefully okay hopefully you survived the quiz and all of the time in between we're great friends now
1: yes you guys know us so well it's been i mean you guys know us almost enough to take us to Christmas. You know what I mean? Like I know. Are we
0: going to meet your family yeah. soon? <laughs> right? I, I just want to take a second before we start just to apologize for kind of being MIA the past couple weeks. My sweet baby dog passed away. Um, but I missed you and I'm happy to be back and uh, enjoying each other's company once more.
1: I'm so glad that you're back. And again, so sorry about butler i truly truly feel for you and it's very hard so yes now we're back you guys and unfortunately for us this is our last episode but the good thing is is that we can live on forever if you keep playing us so just keep listening to our past episodes and we will forever live on um so let's kind of get
0: into it so we've talked about so many different aspects of near-death experiences but we really haven't dug super deep into the science behind it which is probably because there's nothing quite set in stone as far as like this is exactly what your body experiences through these you know traumatic events therefore once again we're not going to have an answer but no one's
1: going to know about it right now and the cool thing about medical you know advances is that they're always advancing I remember when, not me. I don't remember personally, but, you know, they used to like bloodlet people because they like had a cold and they're like, well, if we take out enough blood, like it'll make room for the good cells. And you're like, that isn't a thing. So as medical science advances, maybe there will be a little bit more information known about near death experiences and doing some research about the science um, within near death experiences. I did find some pretty cool stuff so there is a ophthalmologist who is a founder at the midwest eye institute of kansas city um his name is john c Hagen the third
0: not a sponsor
1: not yet um, so, And he wrote a book called The Science of Near-Death Experiences, and it basically looks at the historical accounts of near-death experiences as well as experiences from medical professionals. And so it's kind of really cool when people like doctors – I know we had talked about this in the past, but like people who are doctors or nurses have these experiences, and then they're able to be like, wait a second, like – I am medically inclined. I am like very right-brained. And they have these experiences and they even find themselves like, wait, like I can't explain this with medical terminology. Like this is something that is so different. And within this book, he talks about something called the fringe science, which is something that I'm like, okay, fringe science sounds a little sketch. But in looking at that, there are tons of different Mm-hmm. Things that happen to our bodies that we can't explain. It's almost like, how do we all forget about childbirth? Like,
0: how do things go into the abyss of your brain? Where does it go? Where does it go? And where does it come from, too?
1: Exactly. Because, like, and especially with, like, you know, talking about, like, just like our bodies and like women giving birth and babies, babies are able to recognize their mothers voice and face within like three days of knowing them mm-hmm. and it's like how are they going to forget childbirth but somehow we do you know like yeah. it, it's just so crazy and so fringe science so that was something that um he talks about in that book and then also along with that he talks about and this is something you mentioned too about the care that we're supposed to give people who have experienced near death like it, you know not just like people who almost die but people who've had these experiences and how we treat them after can matter so much mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and two, I think it's so interesting to think about it from a scientific method point of view, because scientific method, the whole thing with the scientific method is that you're supposed to be able to repeat it over and over again to get the exact science behind it. And a lot of medical stuff you can do because, you know, we have knee surgeries. That's the same process over and over. There's some variables here and there, but for the most part, it's the same. Childbirth, that's something that you can't study the child's brain as they're coming out because they're coming out of a womb and there's no way to like hook up anything near-death experiences kind of fall under that too because unless you're inducing death there's no way to absolutely track somebody's brain patterns as the stuff is happening it just happens so that kind of makes it it, like that's kind of an abyss of science too that like you're never really going to be able to study that or if you are there's the ethics involved behind it like should you be studying this
1: absolutely it's like should we push our heart to the absolute break to see if it'll stop and then if we can restart it mm-hmm. um and especially with like we were saying before like how medical science advances like there are more people whose hearts have stopped and then restarted because we have defibrillators and because we have these different devices yeah
0: they've been able to like track methods and then improve on methods because it's something that you can't really track at this point there is a little bit of a split in the scientific community about near-death experiences you can only take what you gather from the experiences so kind of like people's uh, survivor stories um but some doctors are very, very, very skeptical. And some really view it from a very like analytical perspective of like, this is what their brain went through, because we know a lot of what your brain goes through when you die. But that's quite kind of different. And because your conscience, which I'm sure we're going to talk about, your conscience being potentially separated from your, your, yeah. Yeah, your brain. no,
1: it, exactly. And so when you were talking about like what, technically happens to us when we die and so there are a couple of things that can induce this now some of the people who are on the like other side and so people who are i don't want to call them non-believers let's call them a skeptic you know they say that a lot of this near-death experience is almost like the sensation of passing out or having like uh like sleep paralysis in a way, where it's like oxygen shortage, um, imperfect asthma, um, and the body's neurochemical response to trauma. And those are things that basically deplete the way that we're able to get air to our brain, which in turn makes us pass out. And so a lot of different doctors are like, You know, it's because your brain is so stressed. It's because your body's not getting oxygen. But if that was true, and I'm not saying that it's not. I mean, I feel like that's obviously a part of the whole experience because without those things, you wouldn't be almost dying. But without actual concrete evidence of that, like, how are we able to tell that that's actually what's happening during these experiences? And that's the best that these scientists can kind of give us is like it's just like a neurochemical reaction to your brain losing oxygen or your heart stopping, which is in turn, you know, dying. But it's not. Conclusive, and that that anytime there's not anything that's like a total like this is it it's really really hard to be like it's not that you know
0: right but the cool thing about near-death experiences and kind of going back to what you were talking about with the care for near-death experiences is that these people live so there is an entire life past that experience that when humans die we don't get that so it's almost like May, that may be exactly what it is to die, but you never know the follow-up because exactly. you, you've died.
1: That's actually really true. It's like that may be what it is, and it might be, but like uh, you don't come back when you go there. Right. And these people have. And so it's like how do we explain that? Um, So one other thing I wanted to mention was there's this author who's actually an Oxford graduate, and he got degrees in both economics and philosophy, and his name is Chris Carter, and he wrote a book called The Science and the Near-Death Experience and How Consciousness um, Survives Death. and. I think that this book is so cool because he not only goes into, like, what it is, like, have a near-death experience, but he goes into, like, ancient historical text. He looks at ancient Chinese and Indian culture and then ancient Native American and Maori and Polynesian culture. And he kind of looks at how they've experienced near death and how it's like retold in storytelling and like what it means to that culture. He also uses the scientific studies, quantum mechanics and the studies of consciousness um, to kind of explain what is happening in a near death and how it's not just you losing oxygen or just a, you know, chemical response to trauma. And I thought that was so cool because I think the through line through all of this, and we talked about this before, so it's just like full circle episode six, you guys, but it's the consciousness is not just what lives inside of your body. It's something that's different than just physical and tangible.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think that that kind of goes back to the networks episode, because it's almost like when these experiences happen, it's similar to other experiences. I'm sure that's why support groups are a thing. It's a collective conscious of experiences. But specific for this, it's like you have an awareness of your conscience being separate from your body. And so I think that network is probably so vital in the like understanding of what happened to you.
1: Oh, absolutely. And also I just think because it's honestly like universal, like 9 million people in America alone have experienced near death. 9 million. So it's like a universal thing that keeps happening and with these medical advances it's just going to keep happening and it's just I don't know, it's just so it's so amazing that we get to like we get to look at this and we have people who are studying this and I'm just like so grateful that this exists.
0: I also think it's really cool that we got to hear firsthand some people's experiences like Lexi you know these people personally it's not an unattainable thing that we are just pontificating on these are people that like you know we know and they've had these experiences too and so just to think like how many people's lives have we encountered that they go through they they have gone through this and that it's completely changed their life
1: it's honestly absurd to just think just think about it in that plane of terms where it's like you probably know somebody that has had one. I know I do. Now you know. And that's what makes humans so crazy and like intricate and and I don't know, I just I just find that that that's just so cool. Like and especially with our consciousness and like you know how they talk about like you are a soulmate or I met you in a past life or we've been family members before, like all those different things, like reincarnation, basically it's so cool because it's like my body wasn't here. Like we could do the science on that. Like Mm -hmm. they could take my fingernail sample. I'm original, but maybe my spirit and my conscience isn't. And I've been here before, which is just, I know it's just like cool to think about, you know,
0: I think it's also something that I love. And I, I think I love talking about NDEs for the same reason but I love when you think about the conscience that it's something that you can't describe like we all feel it but we really can't fully explain what that means and I think near-death experiences are kind of like that too where it's like you can write down exactly like these are the stages this is everything but really it is just this like out of world (laughs) experience that people go through that it's like I bet I bet they have a very hard time explaining.
1: Yeah, it's like... Because oh, you can't... Ex- sometimes you just can't explain it. And even science can't explain it, you know? And, like, the one thing that we point to, to, like, oh, this is going to explain it, like, science... It's almost like love in a way, you know? Like, you can explain it, like, oh, the pheromones, and you're attracted to their scent, and beep be beep 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 But, like, if you look at it, it's like, you just love who you love. Like, you yeah. can't really help it. Yeah. And if you're going to cross over and come back, you can't help it either, so... um
0: All of that to say there's a level of science that doesn't fully explain things. And this is one of those experiences that it explains, but only to a certain point. And then it says the human experience will take it from here. So
1: after talking about all of these different topics, um, I think it would be super fun for us and just in this last episode to kind of recap what we've talked about and kind of go over like what we're feeling after having done this.
0: So what have been some of your favorite moments in this podcasting Bright Lights Beyond Experience? So
1: one of my favorite moments is just kind of like getting to learn more about near-death experiences. And I also think engaging with people who are also wanting to learn about near-death experiences. I feel like doing this podcast has been something that both of us, you know, we'd never done before and something that we both wanted to. And we just so happened to find a topic that we felt we could maybe do a little bit of justice or spread a little bit of uh, joy or just like knowledge around. And so I feel like my absolute favorite part is that we were able to collaborate and share with people like a topic that we are passionate about and that we care about. So that's like one of my favorite parts about podcasting. I would say the content in our show i think that one of my favorite things is is looking at kind of how um I don't know like what a near-death experience was like I knew what it was and like if you're any kind of like spooky girly like you know what a near-death experience is but I never gone super in-depth into it So like finding out what it was and just like really learning like how intricate and how universal this topic is was like one of my favorite things.
0: So I think something that I really enjoyed was talking about the networks. I just love I don't love all people, but I love people. And I love when people come together and have no commonalities in their lives, but there's something that brings them together. And there's something that is like important enough that they care to meet new people. I think the networking part of it is just amazing. And that there is so much content that these groups create and then put out into the world. And so it's putting so much goodness out into the world. And I love the support groups. And when in episode two, we talked about the care for people, like we said, and how important that is, because that's something that is, you know, we talk about mental health in this country and how we need to like focus on people, uh, their emotional well-being. I think this falls right into that. And and it is gonna be something that is very vital, especially if 9 million people have already experienced it. It's important to talk about and it's important to have those resources. So the networking is just just really cool. I like that.
1: I totally agree with you. I think that was also one of the things that I was like, wow, like there's so many people studying this and like looking into this stuff. And I feel like it's just so great that, you know, there's so many people who can like lean on each other. It's It's really it's truthfully like. Because we're people and like that's what people need to do and it's something to be said about people who like you know as a punishment for doing bad things is that we solitary confinement yes So it's like something to be said about other people finding people who've experienced same things. So I totally agree that was also like super fun. Maybe one of my favorites, honestly, I loved episode two. Um, I also really loved talking to people like oh my I gosh. genuinely seriously loved hearing from both ad and Santi. Yeah. Um,
0: Fangirl. I'm a fangirl of both of them.
1: Yeah, and I just loved hearing their stories. And I feel like it was just so impactful to hear what they were saying in their own words, where we can, of course, like, read stories. And we do that all the time because that's so important because that's another way of expressing how they've expressed it. But, like, to hear it from, like, the horse's mouth, you know, Mm -hmm. is the phrase, Um, it, it was just so awesome to like hear how they explained it in their own words you know Yeah, and especially with AD and like he's sitting there and he's like yeah I don't know how to explain it but I saw myself and I was above myself and I didn't know and and I'm back now and I didn't understand it fully when it first happened but then like later on I was like you know this happened for a reason and so it was just super insane and beautiful to listen to that.
0: Yeah. And one of the things that I've loved with this first timer podcast experience is learning how much emotion is conveyed through voice, especially in the retellings. I love that you can hear in AD's voice how much it affected his life. And like you said, even though it was something that happened a little later, as far as like the recounting of it, it has changed everything. It seems like You know, the way he talks about it is so peaceful, which is so interesting that, again, this is talking about death or a very traumatic experience. And just the way his voice came across was just so kind and peaceful and like almost gracious for an experience like this. Yes, totally. I think both of their stories were very unique to them. And it was also nice to hear quite a variation, but a lot of, you know similarities too. I also appreciated
1: talking about the darker side of near-death experiences. I think that even though it might have been a little bit of a darker topic and not something that w- is the majority of what happens in near death, it does happen and there are lessons to be learned in that as well. And so even though it was a little harder um to kind of like wrap your head around because it is so positive overwhelmingly, it, it definitely is a facet and it does change those people as well. So I appreciate that also.
0: I also just want to say that I really appreciate you being a podcast partner in this. And again, going through such kind of a horrible past couple of weeks, you are the bright light in a lot of these experiences. So I really appreciate you. And I appreciate the listeners for joining us and making this just such a nice experience. Because, you know, we kind of promote the Bright Lights Beyond podcast through uh, social media primarily Instagram. And anytime anything is posted, I just love seeing people comment or getting messages. And, you know, just kind of having the network. Yeah, We've created a small little network. So we, that's cool. we
1: have we have and and I also really appreciate you as a partner too. you had a hard couple of weeks, you've had a lot of changes. And I just want to say again, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for this was a very positive experience for me. Um, I think that we both worked really hard and I'm just so happy and proud of bright lights beyond and I feel like that is the most important thing and I'm proud that we can like actually endorse us and like we have fans and we have like a bunch of people commenting and and I just love that and so I also appreciate you guys because without you guys we would have this void of you know shouting into the void in a way so Mm I want to thank Marina. I want to thank you guys, and I just am so lucky that we got to do this. Like you know how they say like there's a thousand little molecules and the the bing bongs or whatever has to come together for like even a human to be made. But just like for this to come together in the way that it did, I'm just insanely grateful. and just this has been amazing and so fun. And I can't wait to see where this podcast goes and just where we both go individually or together, you know, so i'm I'm super excited. Yeah. so, so in the future, you know, this, this, is, the, this is the end of season one and, and we're so lucky that you guys came along for the ride. There will be a republication of these episodes on WLUW, which is going to be really, really fun. Um, but, you know, for right now, this is kind of where the podcast lives.
0: So while we are kind of, you know, wrapping up this journey for now... Lexi and I are both in grad school. So with grad school comes a lot of synergy with like projects. So if you were interested in kind of continuing on with us and our various paths of creativity, it may not be about near death experiences. But um, yeah, let's figure out what we got going on. Okay, so Lexi, what do you have going on that you want to you want the BL (laughs) beers?
1: To, to know about. To know so, about. So Beyond the Bright Light, we actually have a fun documentary coming out soon um, about Bug House Square. It is right now untitled, so you're going to have to just keep up with our socials to see what that eventually becomes. But we're doing a really awesome um, documentary with a couple people in our cohort. And so that's really fun. That should be coming out somewhere near the end of January. So like I said, follow us on our socials to find out more about that kind of stuff. And then um, further, you know, just keeping up with us in terms of, you know, reach out to us on the po- on the podcast page, reach out to us on our personal Instagrams or our personal websites. Like we have a lot of stuff linked. So just re- I, I'm a big fan of hyperlinks. So even in the description here, I'll have hyperlinks to different things that we're involved with. But please keep up with this. Like, like we said, this was just like an experiment gone right. Just like a lot of times, you know, near-death experiences go right. Um, <laughs> this experiment went right. So we're just, again, super thankful for you guys and, and loved loved doing this.
0: Yeah. And I hope that uh, nobody has these experiences. But if you do in the near future and you want to talk about it, comment on any of our videos or, or any of our, like, posts or anything. Like, the network doesn't have to exclusively live within us talking on right. the podcast. We want to hear your stories.
1: Absolutely. Tell
0: everything. Absolutely. And we just love juicy details of everything. So, yeah, give honestly, us, give add us. us, it us. All.
1: For <laughs> sure. Uh, it doesn't even, you know, honestly, it doesn't even have to be about in your death. If you just have.
0: <laughs> if you want to just tell us your secrets, <laughs> we're game. <laughs> yeah, we
1: actually want to hear them.
0: Yeah, our follow up podcast will be uh,
1: <laughs> Your Secrets Exposed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> something like that like we've said a thousand times in the last four minutes we're just so thankful and happy and um, my only i almost don't want to end the uh, end the episode but 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 as all great things come to an end you know like seinfeld you got to end on a high note so thank you guys so much for listening and live life, life beyond, beyond.